millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another week of Hero or Zero here on the Heroes for Hire podcast. My name is Sean Mean, and joining me as always is part man, Part machine, Connor Lawler. Zero one zero one. I'm here to have fun. <laughs> oh, very good, very good. He's he's doing very well. I'm getting improv is to him tough recently. as a robot. <laughs> a robot's consistently without feeling. True. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, uh, Connor, what is Hero or Zero? Hero or Zero is the show where we pick one comic book character every single week. We talk their good points and their bad points. And we just generally give everyone a bit of a rundown of everything to do with that character. So, I normally do DC characters. Sean, you normally do Marvel characters. And I'm very excited about this week because you mentioned on Monday that with the release of the new Shang-Chi trailer that this was a character I know nothing about. And you said, don't worry, Cutter, you gave me a little tap on the head, I've got this covered for Friday. <laughs> and so I feel safe right now that you are going to fill everyone in, and I hopefully, I'm sure the listeners Ooh. are in the same area that I'm in, that we, I know nothing about this character, and I'm very interested, because the first trailer, really good. So Sean, please, yeah. let us know what's up with this dude. <laughs> okay, so... I knew a bit about Shang-Chi going into it, and I did a bit more of a deep dive for this report. Um, He's been around for quite a few years, so he has gone through several changes. Um, So I'm going to cover some of his origin, and then just some story he appears in, which kind of like shows what he's like as a character, basically. Um, So to start off, Shang-Chi, also known as Master of Kung Fu. uh, Pretty good nickname so far. (laughs) Yep. Uh, is a superhero that was created by Steve Engelhart and artist Jim Starlin, um, first appearing in 1973, um, which was during the Bronze Age of comic books. Okay, um, not the Bronze yes. Age of Earth. 
No, that was much before. Okay, no, I just wanted to make that clear. Okay, good. Lock that in right away, because you're going <laughs> to need to know that. <laughs> when does Pompeii happen in this universe? I don't know, but it's going to go down a storm, let me tell you. Um, so Shang was raised to become a deadly assassin by his father, uh, the immortal crime lord and sorcerer Fu Manchu. Now, do, look, I, I got confused about this on Monday, because it is confusing. He was originally called Fu Manchu because that was an already existing story. And they were just like, oh, that sounds like a vaguely Chinese sounding name. Uh, And he's gone through several changes. His father as well. Um, Okay. For the purposes of this, um, it's going to be Fu Manchu or Zi Zheng, which I think I'm pronouncing wrong. But we'll we'll get to it. But if you say it out straight, I'm definitely pronouncing that wrong. Then nobody can be mad. <laughs> nobody can be mad. Um, however, Shang Chi became aware of his father's evil nature, and he defected after his first assignment. Um, so he his first assignment, he was sent to kill one of his father's most kind of outspoken um, uh, an- antagonists, someone who really did not like his father, basically. And Shang Chi goes, kills this man, gives him a judo chop to the neck. Judo chop to the neck is the way he goes. Judo chop to the neck while this old man is asleep. Uh, He's Sean Connery them. No way. He's Sean Connery. (laughs) (laughs) Let's not start calling the that. I've always said that Sean Connery was the Kung Fu master and this has confirmed it because the real Kung Fu master in comic books has Kung Fu chopped the man to death. That's, That's true. And after he did it, he was like he like learned a bit about the man. He was like, "Oh, this was a good man I killed. Oh, I've been lied to by my father the whole time. Oh. Well, fuck this!" And he like took it upon himself. He systematically went after various elements of his father's criminal empire, um, allied with the likes of MI six um, to take down his own father. Um, so it just took one instance of him being like, "Oh, my father lied to me. My father's bad," and that was it. He just decided, no, I don't want that. Even though his father had trained him up from, like, when he was born to be, like, the ultimate assassin. Yeah, he was just like, no, he still had, like, morals. He still had his own sense of self. Interesting, okay. Um, So, in retaliation, uh, Fu Manchu sent a number of assassins to kill his son. Um, None of them succeeded because... He, 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 like Shang Chi, has been trained since birth to be an absolute killing machine. So what? His father has basically created the ultimate enemy, and then like pissed him off, so he, he can't get rid of him. Exactly. Um, so after years of playing at games of deceit and death, Shang Chi eventually retired from the espionage world. So he had teamed up with the likes of MI Six. He teamed up with Iron Fist for a point. Um, who they they're in a lot of comics together because they're both fighty boys. Um, but eventually I feel like decided, he's. I feel like he's carrying Iron Fist. Like Danny Rand is being carried a quite a lot here. Iron Fist is quite competent in the comics. Yeah, uh, no, actually, sorry, I I just have the visualization of Netflix still in my head. So yeah, comic that's book, okay. comic book Iron Fist, I'm sure is an absolute badass. Yeah, uh, he is. <laughs> I mean, he's good friends with Shang Chi. Um, but he, Shang-Chi eventually decides, look, I'm out of this. I, I'm I'm done. I don't want this life anymore. Um, so it, it, it's kind of something that happens. You've mentioned it with a few DC characters, that they just kind of don't know what to do with the character. 
So they just say he retires for a while and then eventually he'll get pulled back out. Yeah, it's sometimes a thing of when you create a character that's too powerful or... Like, for example, Shang-Chi. He's, a, he's the best fighter in the comic books. So once you create a character that that's his big draw... But after 10 years, people are kind of like, okay, well, he's the best fighter. He Nobody poses any harm to him whatsoever. Why should we read? And so then maybe sometimes they go, okay, well, we'll shelve them for five years or 10 years. They're retired. And then bring yeah. them back. Exactly, yeah. And um, the, the, one of the reasons he came back um, was that a, a little event called Civil War happened. And what was brought in was the Superhuman Registration Act, um, where all heroes had to be registered with the government to continue operating. Um, So Shang-Chi joined a little team, Connor, called Heroes for Hire. Interesting. Please do go on. I can't remember him being on the show, but go on. (laughs) So basically, Heroes for Hire was basically funded by um, the government and Tony Stark, um, as a team of investigators and basically like bail bondsmen, basically that absolute they will go to these bags. absolute heroes. <laughs> uh, best podcasts on the net. Some have said. Um, <laughs> but they Some, were, someone's they were, looked at Shang Chi and said, he, "I bet he's great at movie Mondays." That's what they've said about. I bet he could replace both of the current hosts. Correct? Yes, absolutely. Um, so basically, they would go around to all these unregistered heroes and just be like, "Look." We're heroes, we get it, but register. It's better, you can still operate, you'll get a wage. Um, Basically trying to convince them to come over to their side. During this time, he developed romantic feelings for his teammate, Tarantula, but her overly violent nature shamed him, and he lost his centre. So, Shang-Chi is very... um, He he knows knows his self very well. Um, and he ha- he just knows that, like, look, this is what I believe is right and I'm going to stand by this no matter what. That way I can just move forward and I always know I'm right. But the fact that he has romantic feelings for someone who is quite violent and aggressive, he doesn't see that as right, but he still has feelings for her. Yeah, I think so that's... An, if he's unsure an, about that, he... I was going to say that's an interesting character design, though. You create a character that has, like, is full of just ideals... And then you have a moment where they question their own ideals. Like, they do it all the time with Batman. He's just like, oh, criminals are bad, I'm going to get rid of them all. But that's why him and Catwoman's relationship works so well. Because he's like, fuck, I can't get rid of her. Because I'm actually romantically involved with her. And so it adds a whole new dimension that he's not a robot. Like, he believes those things, but he still has feelings. Exactly, yeah. And and that's what makes it an interesting character is when they have problems. Um... Shortly after this, um, the event World War Hulk happened. So this is where Hulk came back from Sakaar. He had a whole like um, like battalion behind him, basically. Um, he had been sent into Earth by the likes of um, Professor X and Black Bolt and Iron Man, Reed Richards, some noted dickheads within there. And so he was on the <laughs> warpath. Right. Um, so uh, there... Um, <laughs> Basically, one of the members of Heroes for Hire, a guy called Humbug, um, he killed one of the hatchlings um, that were basically belonging to one of the aliens. Um, When the aliens tried to identify who killed essentially their baby, Humbug 
noted bastard that he is, uh, gave Tarantula's name instead. Ah, okay, right. I can see where this is going. Yeah, so Shang-Chi infiltrated the hive with the intent of rescuing Humbug um, and hopefully just taking him back to safety. After hearing of Humbug's betrayal of Tarantula, however, Shang-Chi lost his temper and murdered Humbug. Fuck. Um, Grieving over how completely he had lost his way, Shang-Chi left the heroes uh, so that he could meditate and renew his connection to his spirit. Right, so in terms of Shang-Chi, does he have, like, Danny Rand Iron Fist, like, he has the really powerful magical fist, but Shang-Chi doesn't have anything like that. He's just an amazing fighter. Yeah, Shang-Chi is, it's really weird because it's, he, he, look, and there are instances where he has powers. He has the power to duplicate himself at one point. Um, it's it's not the version I like, so I'm not really covering it. Um, okay. But his main thing is that he can focus his his chi or his ki, um, meaning that like it's not necessarily magic. It's just that he is he's in such total control of his body that he can make it do things that wouldn't normally be possible. Right, okay. It's a very comic booky way, but it it's a, it adds if another he, layer that he's so good at kung fu he becomes superhuman. Exactly, yeah. You know the kung fu thing and it's in a, like every movie mind over matter. Yeah. That is like a good way of summing up Shang-Chi. Is that like anything he sets his mind to, he will do it. It's like the end of dodgeball when he blindfolds himself and he becomes good at dodgeball. <laughs> Essentially the same thing, correct. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> the only reference <laughs> like there's the karate kid and everything I'm like no let's go straight to no, Vince Vaughn <laughs> <laughs> and Chuck Norris at the end there that's all inspired thank you Chuck Norris <laughs> um, so before the events of Spider Island so Spider Island and, and this is the thing Shang-Chi pops up in a lot of stories um, as like the martial arts master so that's why he's like linked to all these events um, so Spider Island was an event where citizens of New York started developing random powers similar to Spider-Man. Um, while this happened, Spider-Man lost his spider sense. I touched on this briefly in Movie Mondays. Um, so uh, the new, the a lady called Madam Web, who's based, is informed of Spider-Man, magical, spider-based, whole big thing, asks Shang-Chi if he would train Spider-Man in martial arts to compensate for his loss of his spider sense. So what Shang-Chi did is he donned magnetic gloves and shoes during their sparring sessions um, to help Spider-Man develop a unique fighting style that complemented his spider powers. Because Spider-Man can sense magnetic changes and electric currents and things like that. So by having having him be able to basically feel the air around a punch, um, that's how they compensated for the fact that he lost his spider sense. Right. And so in terms of Shang-Chi, then, is he more a teacher? Like, he, that kind of reminds me of, I mean, I mentioned Lady Shiva on Monday, and she's obviously the most talented fighter in DC, or one of the top three or whatever. But, like, Ted Cord, who plays Blue Beetle as well, he's kind of seen yeah. as, like, an old retired fighter, or Wildcat even, that, I was thinking um, Wildcat as well. Yeah, Wildcat, like an old, retired, like amazing fighter that teaches the next generation. Or like, oh, I'm down on my luck. I'll go to him and he'll teach me some to do. Yeah, and it's not necessarily that he's a teacher, but anytime um, someone needs training, um, he is the like he is 
the authority on the martial arts, basically. So anytime that that is the specialty that's needed, he is the one you contact. Interesting. Um, Okay, that's cool. Yeah, and so uh, when ordinary New Yorkers started developing spider powers, Spider-Man was forced to rely on Shang-Chi's training in several situations. Um, When his spider sense returned, it worked in harmony with the techniques that Shang taught him. So now it's just it's even better, basically. Four. Um, okay. Which allowed which allowed him to defeat Kane Parker in a fight, who was, you know, the evil clone of Peter Parker. I, I love that idea that like Spider Man is very powerful, but they lose their powers and they have to go to like the best human that there is that can teach them like I know that you always rely on your powers, but we can teach you to be better. Like the idea that um like Superman in a fist fight is shit. But the idea that, like, Superman, if Superman spent an hour with either Batman or whatever going through fighting techniques, he could be a million times better, but he just never has to do that because he's always superpowered. So why does he need to get into a kung fu battle with anyone? Exactly. It's never an an issue for him. There's never that threat that he would need to, like, figure that out. Yeah. Um, It's like, and and that's what's so cool about it is, like, especially with someone like Spider-Man who has gotten by on basically just being magic in the terms of like he has spider powers he can do whatever he needs to Shang-Chi like he never had powers he's just this good like he's just yeah. like the, he's the peak of like human fighting basically so in terms um, of the character himself he is more of an associate with other comic book runs like he probably had that initial run himself but I'm I'm assuming that he probably doesn't have that many runs individually no, now I think in recent years he has gotten his own run, probably because the movie was in development. Yeah. Um, same way that like Moon Knight is having a big resurgence and things like that at the minute. Um, but yeah, generally he like he'll pop up in other stories. He does have his own runs on occasion. Then. Okay. Um, perfect, and just so um, Shang Chi eventually got spider powers as well. Uh, because all normal people in New York were getting infested and then uh, Shang-Chi eventually got them and he fought along the other heroes in defending New York against all of the spider-powered criminals (laughs) right okay it was this big massive like spider on spider fight it's ridiculous yeah but imagine the comic book cover exactly yeah like you have Shang-Chi fucking swinging from a web like, yeah, like I, I'm imagining like fifty Spider-Man, twenty-five on either side, just lined up, running towards each other. Put that on a comic book cover. Spider-Man all fighting each other. Wow, you've got to I read buy this. A hundred copies, <laughs> each for one each Spider-Man. So, and you're gonna love this next sentence, Connor. Okay. So, when the cosmic force known as the Phoenix Force returned to Earth. It went straight uh, to Jean Grey. It definitely didn't go to Shang-Chi because I've never heard of it. Go on. It staged a contest to determine its next host. <laughs> it staged uh, a contest? It, like Gladiator? What the Phoenix Force essentially did with Gladiator, it set up Mortal Kombat, basically. <laughs> There's no way. Who wrote that? That is ridiculous. It's fucking good, though. Uh, so Shang-Chi was one of many individuals uh, summoned to this um, this contest. The Phoenix Force empowered the assembled champions and had them fight each other in trials by combat. So they each got a portion of the Phoenix Force. Um, For his first round, Shang-Chi was pitted against Hyperion. 
Now, I don't know if we've ever talked about Hyperion. He's basically Superman. Fuck. Uh, okay. Yeah. He is uh, basically uh, kind of an eternal um, in terms of powers. So, you know, flight, super strength, do anything you want, basically. Already a god. Already a god. But he just happened to, you know, crash land in a small town and was raised by a <laughs> humble farming family. Um, of course he was. There is... Oh, I had it here somewhere because... Yeah, so his name is um, Mark Milton. And... His name is Mark um, Lint. <laughs> and as an adult, he moved to the city of Cosmopolis and took up a job as a cartoonist for a newspaper. Fuck as off. well as starting a relationship with fellow reporter Lonnie Latimer. <laughs> Blow his plane. <laughs> <laughs> and his friend, Timmy Bolson. <laughs> I mean, it's comic books, they all copy off each other. Like, this is the, it, yeah. wow, DC is so better. Like, they 100% looked at a few Marvel characters like, no, let's copy them too. Yeah, um, due to the Phoenix Force uh, overloading his senses to the point of insanity, Hyperion forfeited the match, giving Shang-Chi an easy victory. Jeez, um, okay. The way this is explained on Hyperion's page on the Marvel Wiki, by the way, is that he realised that if he let the Phoenix Force in his head, uh, it would br- cause him to broaden his horizons and he would have to open his mind to new ideas. And he decided he didn't <laughs> want that. No, I don't want to think. Get out of my to... head, new thoughts. I'm a small town boy. <laughs> <laughs> what a shit reason for losing a fight. I just don't want to think more. I want to think less. I'm happy as I am. <laughs> yeah, you got to respect that stupidity. You do a bit, yeah. It's, it's very Clark Kent. Um, yeah. So... For his next match, Shang-Chi was pitted against Captain America. Oh, okay, that's a good fight. That's a very good fight. So believing Shang-Chi to be the best suited of all the candidates to becoming the Phoenix's next host... Don't tell me Steve Rogers steps down. No, Captain America convinced a reluctant Shang-Chi to defeat him in battle. Oh, for Um, God. Yeah, of course, he's so good. I'm going to convince you to beat me to death, (laughs) Shang-Chi. Like, that's how good Steve Rogers is. It, it, but, but he also recognises that, like, look, Shang-Chi, you are the dude who's, like, most in control of his own spirit. If anyone can, like, control the Phoenix Force, it's probably you. Yeah, but that's such a Steve Rogers thing that even when he loses, he's he wins. He like, wins, he's still, yeah, he wanted it. He's like, I wanted you to win. So when you beat me, it's actually not because of you, it's because I chose you. <laughs> Yeah, and during the fight, Shang-Chi was able to draw in and control more and more of the Phoenix's power. Just as he landed the final blow, Shang-Chi refused to use his powers to kill, um, which caused the Phoenix to intervene and eliminate him from the tournament, giving Captain America the win. Ah, for God's sake. And Cap is like, no, I didn't want this, but okay. <laughs> Gets oh, handed no. a bouquet. <laughs> oh, no, another win for the Cap. <laughs> Chalk that one. He has like a tally on his back of his shield. <laughs> so he gets like, I get to be a good guy and the winner. <laughs> yes. Interesting. Um, so that's like my last like story about Shang-Chi because honestly, his powers are interesting enough to talk about. Okay. Um, so first off, master martial artists. 
Uh, Shang-Chi is one of the greatest martial artists on earth. He was trained since birth to become the ultimate warrior. Um, He has been shown defeating multiple highly skilled opponents simultaneously, as well as superhumans. Um, His strength and his ki allows him to strike with inhuman force, enabling him to break through barriers such as brick, concrete and iron, as well as withstand physical impacts to a superhuman degree. He can also ease all forms of pain and discomfort that he might feel. Fuck! And he has fought Iron Fist to a stalemate in single combat. Um, apparently, they're, the two are often portrayed as equals, but Black Panther has said that Shang-Chi is better uh, than Iron Fist. And Iron Fist has magic. Iron Fist does have magic. He has a big glowing fist. That he punches uh, you with and then you die. <laughs> just one punch and like a little flick and you're gone yeah uh, he's a skilled gymnast he has peak physical conditioning um, he has the highest level of strength speed stamina endurance that a human can have without artificial enhancements right so, fuck okay so he's, he's like the best. he's the best of the best so in terms of the movie like that's an interesting concept that he's trained from birth and then he just like departs wants nothing to do with it so when he's brought back it's going to be great that they're going to like send assassin after assassin and we just get to see him taking them all out one by one. Yeah, I hope he's just running through a gauntlet and he's just cutting like assassins or even, down. Yeah, like, or even, not even a gauntlet, but like, if he's like, just leave me alone. And every time an assassin turns up, he beats him. He's like, just leave me alone. I don't want to be involved. I think they are doing some kind of a tournament in that movie for like who gets to take up the Ten Rings after the Mandarin. Interesting. Okay, and so is he gonna? Would he be in the tournament, or will it be a case of they're like we got to award it to him because he's clearly the most like qualified? I think he'll be in the tournament and he'll just fight his way through. Um, because it, we were a bit confused on movie one as it is the Mandarin, like his dad is the Mandarin in the movie. Right. So his dad wants him to come back to basically take part in the in the competition. Exactly. Like prove your worth, take over the family business, kind of deal. And so when he wins, he's going to be like, fuck you, dad, I'm definitely not taking over. Yeah, or he's going to take over and just completely make it a force for good. Ooh, I could see Shang-Chi is the Mandarin. I think that's a big call. They've already fucked the Mandarin up once. I don't think, I think they want him to be evil. That, yeah, just have him be a bad guy in the background all the time. Um, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, look, he's also a skilled marksman. He's proficient with all martial arts weaponry. Um, he has full nervous system control so he can control his nervous system allowing him to deaden his body to physical pain resist the effects of drugs or poisons uh, limit the spread of toxins in his bloodstream and slow down his bleeding rate see that's that's a very comic booky thing that like there's no reason but he's in such control he can slow down venom in his bloodstream <laughs> yeah and it's, it's like it's just convenient for him to be able to do that. Yeah, um, there's definitely a there's definitely an, um, a shot or a, a scene where like he has venom in him and he's controlling it while he slowly gets to the antidote. That's like on the other side of the room, and he's just like, "I'm slowly controlling it as I get there." He's yeah, I've channeled it all into this finger. Yeah, and the fingers like falls off. Um, he can also locate different pressure points on a person's body, using them to incapacitate, paralyze, severely injure, or kill. 
klishan, um, the cur- the cutlery chop, you think you're what you is what you want to say. The judo chop, correct. Yes. Indeed. <laughs> um and he's also gone undergone extensive espionage training with MI six. He has an extensive knowledge of Eastern philosophy. Uh he is a highly skilled fisherman. Uh, he is fluent in several languages, including English, Cantonese, Mandarin, and ancient Mandarin. He also has some knowledge of French. Um, in terms of strength, he has the strength level of a man his age, size, and weight who engages in intensive regular exercise. He can lift twice his body weight, um, but by using his key, he can temporarily increase his physical strength to an unknown amount. Right, okay, fucking hell. And on the Marvel 1 to 7 rating system, durability of 4, energy projection of 3, fighting skills of 7, uh, intelligence of 4, speed of 4, and strength of 3. And 3 is superhuman, isn't it? Or peak human? Uh, peak human is 3. Um, and so 4, four is, is superhuman. Like, so he's got superhuman intelligence. And durability, yeah. Which Fucking I guess like, he can basically stop himself dying just by thinking about it. Jesus, this guy's really... And I think this is a really cool idea to involve him with the Avengers, eventually. Like, he's a completely new thing we haven't seen before. I think, especially because we've seen Cap or whatever, but they're, like, superhuman, that they have some sort of serum in them, whereas this guy has nothing. Exactly, like, and we're playing around a bit of that with Winter Soldier, because if it's just superhumans fighting superhumans... It like they're it, they're too even in that case. I want to see, mm. you know, someone use martial arts to take down Ultron, basically. Yeah, like that's way cooler. There's absolute stakes that you're like, fuck, he definitely could lose. Yeah, and yeah, there's way to it. So I'm really excited for the movie. I think it so far anyway, it looks amazing. I saw um, on Twitter they have the cinematographer behind it did like Scott Pilgrim. And everything like that. Oh, so the, okay. So, the, like, it's going to look class as well. Like, and the fight scenes in Scott Pilgrim are really good. Um, oh, so, I have yeah. high, high honestly, hopes for this. Honestly, like, the first trailer really, like, changed a lot of people's minds, I think. I think a lot of people weren't even aware that it was coming out. And yeah, so, or what tone it would be, kind of. Or, or what tone it would be. So, I think this is... I watched the first trailer, I went, I want to watch the movie. So, the trailer worked, I think. Yeah, yeah. And so, like... That's just an overview of Shang-Chi. He's a character that's been around for a while. He's gone through some changes. But overall, he's just the best martial artist. His mind over matter is his whole deal. Cool. Okay. Um, would you like me to take us out, Sean? Yes, please, Connor. Um, as Sean mentioned, we are currently watching Falcon and the Winter Soldier. But the last episode came out uh, yesterday, was it? Um, so Thursday. So today. Today, Friday, sorry. It, it, um, it I don't, came out I after we recorded, or before we recorded this. Yes, um, and so uh, we will be doing our final review of episode 5 and 6 next week of the Falcon and Winter yep. Soldier over on the Patreon. And so you, if you want to head over there to check out that or any of the other movie reviews we've done, it is at patreon.com forward slash Heroes for Hire podcast. You can sign up to $5 a month and you get access to every movie review, every every review of everything we've ever done. That's over Everything. There. Everything. Um, we reviewed the can, Bible one time. 
<laughs> no, we didn't. <laughs> Page one. <laughs> uh, no, um, you can also uh, head on over to our merch store. That is down below in the link. And um, we've got some cool shirts there, or mugs, or or hats. Basically, just really cool stuff. That if you want to represent us, that's a pretty cool idea. And I, my dream is that somebody sees somebody else in one of our shirts and is just like, "Fuck, that's a bit cool." They're also a heroes for hire listener. Um, yeah. You could also give us a like and review on whatever pl- podcast platform you're listening to this on. That would really, really help us out. But you can follow us on all the social medias as well. They're all down below. But most importantly, just tell one human being that we exist. Just the one, please. So, so I have been Connor Lawler. I have been Sean Meehan. And we'll see you next week, guys. Bye. Bye. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.